0: Listen up, bowlers. If you're headed to the USBC Open in Baton Rouge, make sure you head over to the first annual Jet Mulligan Classic, hosted by All-Star Lanes. Take a listen to this unique tournament format. Bowl four games and drop your lowest game. For more information, visit www.jetbowling.com or call 225-924-0124. The tournament runs daily starting at 9 a.m. A bowler using jet equipment in this tournament will receive an Additional 20% payout bonus on any place they cash in.
1: Attention bowlers, would you like to help your stability in your approach and at the foul line? With Stability Strikes Bowling Performance Sock, you can enhance your stability and take the edge off any foot, knee, or back pain you may have while bowling. The extra mohair cushioning in the heel and toe gives you the comfort and support to compete at your maximum potential. So go to StabilityStrikes.com today. Stability in your game is just a pair away.
0: BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts and the stars of the PBA. Now from Washington, D.C. and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts,
2: Tim Berg and Joey Surar. We take this opportunity to talk to a newsmaker, uh, a Texas bowler, uh, accomplished a very rare feat, uh, and, and his name is Sean Beam. And Sean Timberg here, thank you for joining me today.
3: Thanks for having me.
2: Well, Sean, I guess why don't you start out by uh talking a little bit? I mean, let, let's begin here. You, you took up the sport of bowling about 22 years ago, and last week. You accomplished a 300 game, and uh, talk about how that was. And and I guess also we have to explain, Sean, you 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 bowling. You're a wheelchair bowler, so talk about the 300 and, and how that felt for you.
3: Well, it, it was it was pretty amazing. <laughs> I guess is the best way to say it. it it's just it, it's the account the final piece, I would guess. You know, to a lot of hard work and and something that I've been working at and hoping for for a very long time. And, you know, to, to finally be able to accomplish something like that is just an amazing feeling. But then, you know, to find out afterwards that I was the first to ever, you know, shoot one that was certified by the USBC is, is just the most overwhelming, you know, thing that, could ever have possibly happened, and, and the most amazing thing to have come out of this.
2: Well, and Sean, you started bowling when you are in your teens, and, and you've been in a wheelchair all, your, your entire life. What made you take up bowling, you know, 22 years ago?
3: It was kind of a, a family thing. My, uh, my dad has bowled, you know, for 40 years or so, and uh, my mom, when I was younger, really young, she worked in a bowling alley for, you know, several years, and I just kind of grew up in the sport. My grandparents bowled. It was just something that had always been part of my life. And when I was really, really young, I bowled in a, in a league. I think I was like six or seven years old and it was a, an all ramp league. Everybody in the league used to ramp. And, uh, then I didn't bowl again for quite some time, you know, eight, nine years. And, uh, I moved in with my dad when I was 15 and he told me it was time that I started to bowl again. So, uh I bowled a league with him. It was a junior adult league and I think it was a summer league and I averaged a 69 my first my first league. So it, it was quite an uphill climb between there and here, but you know, after after the accomplishment uh, it, it's really, you know, it it was worth every bit of it and, and I wouldn't change anything in that time.
2: Again, joining me on the above 180com dot com podcast is Sean Bream uh Sean Beam. Sean, um, so one of the things I watched some of the videos that, that were out there on, on you on your final couple shots. Talk about um what is your high game going into going into league before the three hundred?
3: I'd actually shot a two eighty nine uh a couple months ago, back in February, I think it was. And uh, before that, I had uh, I had a couple of two seventy nines. I think in the in the, uh, in the American Wheelchair Bowling Association, one of their tournaments uh, back in December, I shot two seventy eight. But that was only the second time. Uh, the two eighty nine was only the second time I had had as many as ten in a row. And when I shot the 300, that was the first time I'd ever gotten the 11th or the 12th, obviously.
2: Yeah, well, uh, and Sean, the, the reason I ask is I'm just trying to figure it out here. This seems like you've really been working at your game to, to get there, and it seems like this last year really seems to have been a breakthrough for you with the, like you said, the 289. You've had some 279s in the past, but one of the things that I'm curious because when I initially thought of a bowling in the wheelchair is is the challenge has to be when the lanes start to transition where most bowlers can move left, keep moving left or put speed on the ball. For you, I mean, it's hard for you to, you know, and we use our lower body to generate speed. So how do you how do you combat some of that being in the wheelchair? Well,
3: the the thing about me is is when I was growing up, all of, you know, I I was the only person I'd ever seen bowl in a wheelchair like I do. You know, freehand until about three years ago when I joined the AWBA. So when I was growing up, I was bowling with all, you know, young guys who liked to crank the ball, the ball really hard and, you know, just, you know, had more revs than most people should be allowed to have on a ball. So in order to compete with that, I kind of adapted this really high backswing to try to generate as much speed as I could because I knew that was the only place I was going to get speed. You know, without having an approach, there was really nothing else I had to generate speed. So that's kind of how I, I, you know, generated my speed and, and and I'm able to adjust to some lane conditions that, you know, may or may not be, you know, conducive for good bowlers, you know, in wheelchairs, in other situations, you know, that, uh, that's the one thing, of uh, with all the guys that I've bowled with in the American wheelchair bowling association, that, that's kind of the one difference between me and a lot of those guys. There are a few guys that, that can generate high speed, but most of them, you know, can't, you know, don't quite get the speed that I do. And that would be the only difference I see. But as far as the lane conditions breaking down, I can move left and, you know, I can swing the ball a little bit if I need to, but, you know, it's just kind of a just on the fly kind of thing.
2: Again, Sean, uh, it's a great organization. Make sure you check out the if if uh, you're interested, the American Wheelchair Bowling Association. It's check out www.awba.org for more information uh, about wheelchair bowling. And you guys, I mean, this is a really it's it's something that. We've said on these podcasts numerous times, bowling is one of the things that anyone of all skill levels can do. People can do, like yourself, if you're confined to a wheelchair, you can learn to bowl. Uh, It's something that people all shapes, all sizes can do. So um, ultimately, check that out if if you're interested. There's a lot of great information. Uh, again, this is just a really unique story with Sean and a great story. And and one of the things you need to, we need to highlight here, Sean, I also noticed you made, you know, you made Fox News, um, you you garnered a lot of attention. Uh, How have you been able to handle all that? Because I'm sure you're not really used to it.
3: Oh, no, definitely not. This is a a lot more attention than I'm used to having. But, you know, it's really been cool. It's, it's, it's quite a whirlwind. You know, it seems like every day someone else wants to talk to me about it, but you know, it doesn't bother me at all. It's, it's really cool. I I really enjoy the opportunity to get the story out there and, and to, you know, most importantly to highlight the AWBA and, and get that, you know, organization out there for, you know, everyone to be able to get involved in if they'd like, or, you know, we, we could, really use new members, you know, every organization needs new members, but we, you know, that's the biggest thing. If we could get some new members and, you know, have all these guys, you know, coming back from the war and, you know, make sure they know that, hey, you know, there's an outlet for your competitiveness. You know, we can do, you can do anything you want to do from a chair, and, and I am testament to that, and, and to be able to get that story out there, and, and you know, maybe uplift some of these people that you know maybe upset or depressed or feeling bad because they feel like they can't be the person they were before. That's that's just not true. And and to be able to get that out there is is really really important.
2: And Sean, on the other side, I want you to talk about the American Wheelchair Bowling Association. Talk about some of the great things you guys do. And also, I want to get you to talk about um, if you've ever thought about bowling, the USBC Open. And Sean, also want to get your goals as a bowler now that you have that 300 under your belt. It's all coming up next. Tim Berg, Sean B on the Above180.com podcast. Looking for some added competition? Having a hard time
0: finding a tournament in your area? Tired of all the added expenses and traveling to a tournament? VirtualTournaments.com was designed to allow bowlers to use their league scores towards a national tournament. VirtualTournaments.com has multiple divisions available, along with brackets and high game side pots. Visit VirtualTournaments.com today for information. VirtualTournaments.com. Real bowlers, real scores, real money.
1: This is Lee from BowlerX.com. If you're looking for the best prices and service after the sale on the Internet for bowling balls, shoes, bags, and accessories, come check out BowlerX.com. We carry products from all the major manufacturers. All in-stock orders ship out to you the same day. And best of all, we ship your items fully insured for free. That's right. We don't charge for shipping on any item we sell. Look for BowlerX.com at the 2012 USBC Open Championships in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. In conjunction with the event, we will be awarding one lucky winner with a $500 gift certificate, good for anything we carry. Simply go to www.bowlerX.com between February 10th and June 30th, 2012 to register. We'd also like to congratulate John Tassano. Of Sebeka, Washington, who was the winner of our seven hundred and fifty dollars Brunswick Arsenal giveaway. John walked away with four high-performance balls from Brunswick and a KR force four-ball roller bag. bowlerx.com is the online bowling superstore and a proud sponsor of Above One Hundred and Eighty dot com.
2: Tim Burke, Sean, Bean, back on the Above One Hundred and Eighty dot com podcast. Well, Sean, and I want to I want you to take this time to talk to that that young person. Who's growing up and maybe they're 14, 15, around that age or even a little bit younger and and they maybe are listening to this with their parents and they're in a wheelchair and they're thinking, I'm different or I can't do what my friends, do. I can't play baseball like my friends do or I can't do this or I can't do that talk to them about bowling because like you said bowling is something you can do are the people like you said coming back from from the war we got a lot of veterans as well that listen to podcasts and love to bowl so talk about this and then you know like you said the the AWBA is just out there for bowlers and and uh, ways for people to get involved with with the sport and with you guys and and there's wheelchair leagues you guys have you know you have tournaments you compete in regular tournaments um, talk about that and, and what people can do to get connected.
3: Well, the biggest thing I would say is, you know, I haven't been in a chair my entire life, but I I know that feeling. I I do know the feeling of I'm different and, you know, my friends can do this and I can't do this and and all of that. But it's just not true. I mean, there, there are some limitations, obviously. I mean, there are things that we cannot do that we'll never be able to do. But there are a lot of things that people would not expect us to do that we can. I mean, I, as a kid, you know, I, I worked and, you know, I still work now. I, you know, I drive a car, I own my own home and, you know, I've been in a chair my entire life. It just, it takes some hard work and it, t- it takes some perseverance, but it, it, there's nothing impossible for someone in a chair and, you know, bowling mm-hmm. And sports in general, you would think, is, is something that you wouldn't be able to be competitive with other people in, but that that's just not the case, especially not with bowling. You know, bowling is a sport that anyone can do that, you know, no matter what your skill level is, you can have a great time, you can have the camaraderie that you do when you're playing baseball or basketball or any other sport. There's, there's not a lot of difference, and it's very competitive, you can get all the things that you're looking for for playing sports just in in, in this one sport. And the best part about it is, is you compete on the same field as everyone else. You're always, you know, you're, you're going to bowl on a lane and you could have a pro bowler two lanes down from you. You're going to bowl on the same side he is. You know, it's not like in the in wheelchair basketball. You're never going to see, you know, Michael Jordan or you know Kobe Bryant on the other end of the court playing with you. That's not going to happen. But in bowling, it could, and that, and that's a really big draw for me. And I, I believe it's a really big draw for a lot of my fellow AWBA members.
2: And Sean, I guess you you have the 300. We can notch that off of, of your bucket list as a a uh, accomplishment. What is what is your next goal? I mean, as bowlers, we all set goals for ourselves. What is your next goal?
3: I suppose in in scoring, I guess the next logical step would be 800. But you know, as far as immediate goals go, I would really like to go to nationals here in a couple of weeks and the American Whitser Bowling Association nationals and and win. You know, I'd like to get that first national title on my belt. That that would be a huge, you know, immediate goal for me. I've bowled several tournaments over the last few years, and I finally won my first title uh, back in December uh, in Vegas. And, you know, so the next step, the next immediate goal would be to win a national championship.
2: Sean Beam again joining me on the Above180.com podcast. Sean, final question. You mentioned the... AWBA National Tournament coming up. Uh, do you have any thoughts about the USBC Open uh, going out to either Baton Rouge or Reno coming up? Is that a goal that you can foresee? And and uh, I think you guys should, frankly, because I think out in Reno and at the National Tournament on any national stage, what it really takes is someone who practices and can hit their mark consistently. And I think you, you guys you could form a team, and you guys could go out there and, and do quite well.
3: I'm actually, I just submitted an entry form for uh, next year in uh, Reno. So I will be bowling that next year. So I think we're going sometime in April. But uh, as far as, uh, you know, I never really considered maybe getting a group of the guys from the AWBA to go out. That would be something really cool. And I might actually discuss that with those guys when I'm out there next week.
2: Well, Sean, I want to take, uh, thank you for taking some time to join me today on the Above180.com podcast. Again, folks, check out uh, www.awba.org. Lots of great information, great stories up there. And by all means, if you're listening to this and you are in a wheelchair, check that out and, and join the group over there. I mean, they've been around for 50 years, and, and they're looking for new and, and young people. And, and any, peop- any person who's looking to bowl... This is a great way to build some camaraderie. Uh, like Sean said, they have tournaments and there's all sorts of fun stuff you can do with them and and in leagues and and everything. And this is this is nationwide. This isn't just confined to the uh, the Dallas area and such. So, um, Sean, I uh, want to thank you for joining me today and all the best of luck. And um, please do stay in touch. Keep us in mind. Give me a call. Shoot me an email because we'd love to follow your progress. And and by all means, next year when you head the Nationals, we'd love to talk to you then as well. Okay.
3: Sounds good. Thank you very much for having
2: me. For Tim Berg, Sean Beam, good luck and good bowling.